It's the end of the week, but the start of Luke and Lewis. Check it out, check it out. Let's go. On 101.9. You ready? The Fox. Luke and Lewis on the Fox, welcome to the show. How are you going, Luke? Very well, Lewis. Um, big day, sad day for dads today because yes, uh, yes. the Commonwealth Games wraps up tonight and I think they're the only demographic that cares. <laughs> so, sorry to all the dads out there if you're yelling at your family about the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Oi, this, this event's on. Hey, Lukey. Hey, Luke. The Rhythmic Gymnastics is on. Great, Dad. <laughs> We've never been into Rhythmic Gymnastics. Hey, Luke. Have you seen how fast these chicks can walk? Yeah. In the walking competition? It's pretty quick. We've never had a mutual interest in that, Dad. But, yeah, so we'll be talking about that next. Also, we're going to be celebrating a very special birthday on the show today. Yes, that's coming up after this. And we want you guys to help us celebrate it with us. Yeah, coming up after this. Luke and Lewis on the Fox, and Look. the Commonwealth Games are coming to a close, guys. Oh, no. I, I bet... I'm sorry, guys, if, if that's just come as a shock to you, probably because yes. you didn't even know they were on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here to say that the Commonwealth Games have begun, and they are now ending. Yes. You'll be relieved to hear. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're ending in the Gold Coast. Uh, they've been on for about two weeks now, and the opening ceremony didn't get a huge rap. No. At the time, it got negative attention. Uh, yeah. And the closing ceremony is tonight, so I think it all rests on tonight's closing ceremony to see if the Gold Coast um, can can redeem themselves. Well, yeah, people really didn't like the opening ceremony. Like, uh, I've got a quote here from the Commonwealth Games boss. He said, uh, the opening ceremony backlash meant that we did a good job. <laughs> mm. Not sure he knows what backlash means. Yeah. <laughs> I would say if most people don't like the opening ceremony... You've failed. That's the only criteria. Did people like it? No. Oh, we've done a great job, boys. Well yeah. done. <laughs> so tonight's closing ceremony, they must be under a lot of pressure. Mm. And th- some things that the opening ceremony focused on, which I thought was almost a paradox in itself, was mm. they focused on Gold Coast culture. Now, I don't know if, you guys, if anyone's listening who's been to the Gold Coast recently, not known for its culture. No. More known for schoolies, uh, <laughs> theme parks. Just fights. Going really. to the beach. Yeah, yep. fights after midnight, early lockout, it's being sent home good. in the back of a divvy van. Yeah. That's usually your average Gold Coast experience. Uh, I'm not sure if you call it culture, but there's definitely some activities in there as yes. well. Yes, <laughs> but what they went with was uh, an abridged version of this culture in the opening ceremony. They went with, uh, instead of uh, flags, when the countries came out, they went with surfboards. So the oh. country's names was written like it had Scotland, but on a surfboard. I'm sorry. Yep. Surfing is not culture. No. Like, it's an activity. And it's yes. not well, it's not Gold Coast co- culture. That's no. just a beach That's activity anywhere. Everywhere that has a beach and a sand. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there was uh, some dancing with towels where people just in bikinis with towels. That's um, culture. I'll give them that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had a bit of R- Ricky Lee Coulter and Delta Goodrum, two of Australia's biggest, biggest Ricky, singing Ricky exports. Ricky Lee Coulter. <laughs> As she is also known. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So tonight's closing ceremony, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm expecting big things. Now, I thought I've got a few predictions of what they're going for. Well, obviously um, they're going to step up the game. So yes. we've come up with a few ideas that we think they're going to run with. And yeah. this will just make the closing ceremony much better. I think uh, Prince Charles made an appearance at the opening ceremony. Mm-hmm. I would like to see this time him being escorted out onto the ground uh, by meter mates. In Budgie Smugglers. Yes. Yeah, I love it. Well, he's true. in the Budgie Smugglers? Well, everyone is. I mean, the Meter Maids are already in Budgie Smugglers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, they, they can find... He has to match them. 
Uh, I think that they could have uh, schoolies kids yelling at all of the athletes, calling them toolies because yeah. they're too old to be on the golf. Yeah, course. and you can only get in with a fake ID. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And instead of maybe instead of surfboards as flags, they just have pamphlets for nightclubs that also <laughs> you just have get flag. fly it in on the way in. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, the rowing that's happening in four years when this comes back. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a Commonwealth game sport. Who would I know? I don't watch it. <laughs> but um. Well, one thing that, you know, I feel like they didn't uh, represent the tourism culture enough. I don't mm. think they referenced the theme parks enough. I no. would love to see uh, Nolsey just sliding down a slip and slide from Wet and Wild, just singing What About Me. Oh, brilliant. That's but an image of, that... Instead of water, it's milk from the film clip. You know when he drops the milk? <laughs> I'm on fire today. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Lewis, I saw something wild this week. Was it at Wet and Wild? No. Oh. I wasn't on the Gold Coast. Oh, okay, I was right. trying to avoid the Commonwealth Games. Mm, right. Uh, it was uh, outside here on the street near the so radio station. It was regular station. wild then. It was completely dry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's great now we know the now. it's great we know the <laughs> landscape and the terrain well, it's and good. the conditions of the story before yeah. I get into it. Good. I'm Always. just trying I'm just trying to just trying to help you out, man. Thanks, man. So I was walking down the street near the uh, radio station mm-hmm. and uh, I spot a guy across the road with an abnormally thick moustache. And I started thinking, what's this guy's... A thick stash. Yeah, you don't often see a thick stash. Not Most anymore. men struggle to grow a thick stash, I would say. Yeah, they are impressive when you see, when you see yeah. a good thick stash. So I was like, boy, oh boy, what's this guy rocking on his upper lip? This is not a caterpillar. This is like a snake, mm. right? <laughs> so I was like, this is so impressive. And uh, we started crossing the traffic light crossing. And then yeah. we, as we were coming closer to each other... I realized, oh no, Lewis, this isn't a thick stash. Yeah. This is a fake stash. <laughs> Were you like a novelty? As in almost as like the closer I got, the the cheaper it looked like the cheaper it became. It looked like it was from a two dollar shop. Like costume party, dressing up as chopper, yeah. boom. But he was mustache. Serious. Yeah, like a seventies kind of cop mustache. So he was wearing a lip toupee. Yeah. That's an incredible. upper lip toupee. <laughs> a lip wig. That's insane. And he saw me clock him, kind of like I, I clocked him, and I must have smirked. I think I couldn't resist. I think I, yeah. any human, when you see another human trying to what? fool people. Who does he think he is? Yeah, the, you're not like, fooling anyone. the smartest anyone. man on earth? Like, he looks in the mirror and he goes, mate, the, I, this is definitely it's real. Like, mate, I can see the tape on the other <laughs> side, right? So, because it started drooping off his face. Right. Right, so it's... it's How old was he? Uh, probably in his 50s. It yeah, was he's not, not messing around. No, it's it, not a joke. It wasn't ironic. He's for real. He wasn't on the way to like a Magnum PI party. <laughs> he was just... <laughs> right, so it started drooping over his upper lip. Yeah. And then I, I kind of went, oh no, he's, it's got to fall off. And he saw me realise and then he looked me dead in the eye and then with his two index fingers just stroked his upper lip and quickly stuck it back on That's like nothing confidence. had happened and then gave me a look like, never tell a soul. <laughs> Too bad, man. I got a radio show now. Everyone knows about your upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a big secret, anyway. <laughs> Luke and everybody listening, I've discovered the best sport in the world. This is two weeks in a row now. You've bought sport content to the show for someone who's never previously been into sport. I'm a changed man, Luke. Okay, right. Last week I was talking about UFC, professional fighting. Yes. Yesterday, I discovered so an event called Rough and Rowdy, which is... <laughs> I already um, love it. All right. <laughs> imagine the UFC, right? But it's, it's boxing. So it's professional boxing rules. There's a professional uh, referee and there's professional commentators. But every single fighter has never done it before, not trained in boxing. 
So they're just I don't like, know anything about it. It's just regular people. So it could just be like a tax consultant versus yes. a garbo. Yes. Just like throwing fists at each other in a ring. With yep. how many people watching? Millions of people around the world. Yeah. Just down, it was streamed online. You had to pay for it. It was, it was, everything was professional. I really have to nail this down. Everything was professional except the fighters. Right. It was beautiful. Because there, these were people, Luke, that would step into the ring with gloves on, being like, yeah, I'm a fighter. And then they would get hit in the face once and go, oh, yeah. this sucks. That, that hurts. <laughs> and yeah. what was the incentive? Were they offering them something? Like oh, a, just 500 bucks. Oh, like, really? Like, yeah. step in this ring for our entertainment and yeah. we'll give you 500 bucks. Yeah, basically nothing. That's a sport. That just shows you the thirst of Americans, middle-class Americans wanting to get TV and fame. Oh, like, yeah. I will get punched in the face. Just for five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, and, and to be on a live stream. It's not even on TV. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think the the funniest part of it is is because e- everything's professional except for the fighters. I don't think the fighters realised that they were the joke because all of the commentators were just making fun of them. Yeah, because they can't fight. Exactly. There was, but the, but the people in the ring were taking it so seriously, yeah. pretending they're professional fighters. Yeah. Meanwhile, one fighter saw the commentators just talked about how big one of the guy's bum was, <laughs> <laughs> and they go, "Oh, that bum's slowing him down." <laughs> Well, that's what we do. We get in here every single week and pretend we're professional radio hosts. Well, yeah, we haven't yeah. done any training either. Yeah, I mean, this stream's around Melbourne, technically. Yeah. So <laughs> I assume that's the only reason you guys listen yeah. to it, to make Just fun of it. No one commentates us about our big bums. <laughs> that's the only difference. <laughs> well, it got me thinking about other sports that could be good if people were untrained. Because I think I figured out that it's not that I don't like sport. I just don't like professional sports people. You don't people. like people being elite at a particular skill. You don't like people training hard and no. getting good at something than executing it flawlessly on the day. Bloody show-offs. Yeah. See, here's the thing, you know, professional BMX riding, not into it. 12-year-old stacking it on a bike at a yeah. skate park, that's great. Yeah, that's I'll watch that all day. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I also got thinking about uh, horse racing. I reckon it would be really improved if it was untrained horse racing. So you want to say rough and rowdy horse racing spring carnival edition yeah yeah because there's so many variables you could have an event where one event where the jockeys are not trained but the horses are <laughs> the other event where the tra- jockeys are trained but the horses have never seen humans in their life I'd and rather then the headliner no one knows what they're doing I'd rather carnage edition <laughs> I'd rather watch the version where the horses don't know what they're doing. I think because so. I'd I'd like watching, seeing how a professional jockey handles like a rogue horse. Yeah, like it's pretty much a camel at this point. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't know what it's doing. It's gonna freak out. Although it could be cool to see someone who's never gotten on a horse in their life. They're not a professional yeah. jockey. Like maybe they even weigh a hundred kilos. <laughs> they can't even get on the horse. <laughs> Your ex biggest loser contestants. I love it. Crossover event of the century. How much does it cost to pay-per-view this? Uh, $11. $11. Best money I've ever spent. I'd pay 14 for that. <laughs> there we go. No we more, no it. less. Set it up. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Lewis, today we are celebrating a very special birthday on are we? the show. Yes, we are. Right. Oh. <laughs> That would explain the worst happy birthday music more I've festive. ever heard in my life. Right. Well, we're, we're, things are about to get a hell of a lot more festive in here because... Well, I can't uh, get any lower than this. Who, who, who do you think's birthday we're celebrating? Because I haven't told you yet. 61 years old. It's a 61 year old. It's not me. be your grandma? No. Very young for a grandma. Margaret Summersby? No. No? Uh, I give up. Lewis? Yeah? For, we're celebrating Fatals. Who is Fatal? Seriously? Yeah. The world's oldest gorilla. Oh, 
Fatal. Oh, Fatal. Yes. Of course. I don't remember her. Where does yep. she live? Uh, Germany. Yes. Yes. Of course. So I would know that. Yep. I should know that. Wait, are we celebrating their birthday? Yeah. Every uh, year. Every 15th of April, we celebrate Fatal's birthday. Sorry, just had to look at the date. Yeah, that's not very good. <laughs> and, and also, really, it's not birthday. I mean, if she's German, you'd be wanting to say, Alles Gute zum Geburtstag. It's happy birthday in German. <laughs> Do you speak German in high school? Yeah. Yeah, I just want to point out, it's a gorilla. It doesn't speak English or German. <laughs> Mate, that's semantics, all right? I don't, I don't want to debate with you over over trivial issues. So, today we are celebrating. Celebrate. Right, well, we just feel like not enough people are celebrating this, right? Because you mm. didn't know, I feel like a lot of people driving in the cars now may not have known that it was Fatal's birthday. A uh, 61-year-old gorilla uh, from Germany, oldest gorilla in the world. So, wow. quite an achievement. That uh, is an, well that done, Fatal. Yes, so we're, um, we're, 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 we have some birthday messages, at least I do. I've got some gift ideas for Fatal. We're going to send this audio to Fatal. Mm. Uh, so, this is a birthday message half of Fatal. Firstly, yeah, why, don't we, why don't we just throw it to the listeners? 131060, give us a call. If you've got a birthday message for yeah. Fatal, we'll record your message <laughs> and we'll send it to her. Yeah. Bonus points if you speak German. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give us a call if you do have a birthday message for a German gorilla, the yeah. world's oldest gorilla. I'm sure Fatal would love to hear. Your messages, but I was thinking, um, yeah, just maybe like a good. I, I googled give uh, gifts appropriate for a sixty-one-year-old woman, and not gorilla. Well, it's a female gorilla for Tao's a woman. Um, so a mug of the a, a mug of the year mug, like uh, mm. with, with the name of the year they were born, and then for Tao, and then also said a, a plush cushion. Right for her to sit on. Is yes. it huge? Gorillas are pretty big. Uh, probably ruined the cushion. Yeah. Mm. That's right. She can still use a mug. I actually had an idea for one. What about um, a signed poster from her idol, King Kong? <laughs> <laughs> or Donkey Kong? <laughs> one of the Kongs. Two famous gorillas. Well, yeah. I, I was thinking of getting her an iPhone, but 60-year-old humans can't work that out for no. no chance. Yeah. And so, also, you know, the forest that she probably lives in, you know, part of the problem is that, anyway... Um, Why don't we just get her freedom, let her out of the zoo? I think she'd love that. Yeah. If you've got any other ideas, give us a call. 131060. We would love to celebrate Fatal's birthday with you guys on the show. Um, so, yeah, 131060. Send us a birthday message for Fatal, the world's oldest gorilla, and we'll be sure to send that to the German zoo or whatever captivity Fatal is being held in at the moment. Hopefully not much captivity. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Luca Lewis on the phone. You have a birthday message for Fatal, the world's oldest gorilla. It's her birthday today, isn't it, Luke? Yes, and we are celebrating it on the show because not enough people are. People aren't getting behind this. And you can give us a call on 131060 anytime. Today, we did ask you to call. Can you please celebrate um, and send a birthday message to Fatal for us? We're going to send uh, the German zoo yes. these audio clips and hopefully it gets to Fatal. We assume it will. Well, hopefully it gets to a translator first and then yes. translates to German and then into gorilla. Yes. <laughs> a double <laughs> translation this yes. will require. Um, so, Nathan, welcome to the show. What's your birthday message for Fatal? Um, look, you know Harambe, but I we do wish you have a happy birthday. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Very positive, Nathan. Uh, it's it's good, you know, being the, the second best gorilla in the world. Yeah. Oh, third. Well, we'll cut this out of the birthday message. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We're sending this to Fatal. Hey, Fatal, you're great. Don't beat yourself up. We just hadn't heard of you before this morning. Best currently living gorilla. Yes. <laughs> that also got an article today on news.com. Yes. Now, I was actually looking up gifts for gorillas. I just yeah. Googled gifts for gorillas. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find any gifts for gorillas, but I did find some gorilla-themed gifts for humans. Right. And of those Why gifts, would Fatal appreciate a human gift? 
just in case she's generous. I found a I found a hoodie that she could that we could give her. It's it's got a picture of a gorilla on it, and it mm. says "Always be yourself, except if you can be a gorilla, then always be a gorilla." For her, that wouldn't be hard. She put it on and go great. Exactly. Although Job that's done. not very gorilla like wearing a human item of clothing. You know, what, scratch that. We'll just send a Nathan's message. Yep. <laughs> Sounds better. <laughs> Almost good as a rumbe. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the Fox. The Melbourne International Comedy Festival is on at the moment, and we're joined by a comedian, Brett Blake. He's a good friend of ours. Welcome to the show, Brett. G'day, legends. How are we? Yeah, very well. Very well. Uh, Brett Blake is doing the comedy festival at the moment. Uh, six shows to go? Five or six? I think six. Six shows to go. So almost getting to the end of the run. Mate, and I am praying for that end. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm doing my last show tonight, and um, I'm yeah. so jealous of you right yep. now. Yep, there's a lot of people throwing that around. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. excited. Yeah, it gets like that towards the end of the run. But how are you feeling about the show? You feel like it's it's uh, it's good? Man, it's good. I'm yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. Like each night's been great. I've had some uh, some loose units in my crowd, which is awesome. I always ha- managed to find. I had a guy with a Holden tattoo last night, which somehow <laughs> doesn't shock me. At I all. think I can detect the reason why. It could be your <laughs> massive mullet. Do you think Look, that could have And also, to do your with show it? is called Reckless. Yeah, you I attract know. loose units. I, I mean, I had one guy in Perth, right? I had a guy who had a tramp stamp on his back, right? And it had a. It was a dude. Yeah, dude. Right? It, was a, it was a dare, right? It was a butterfly. Above, above the butterfly, it just said magic happens, right? So that's, oh, no. that is the loosest unit I had in the in the show. Well, there so you go. Far. If you've had any poor life decisions in your life, go and see Brett. Good for love. Yeah, well, come see me and feel better about yourself. <laughs> what else have you been up to? Uh, I've been in tour. I've been uh, going around in WA and did some tours and stuff like that. But I was in uh, I was in Kununurra recently. I don't know if you guys have been in Kununurra mm-hmm. regional. Never WA. heard of it. Actually. Never no. heard of it. Well, it's remote WA. If you're a fan of barramundi fishing, I highly recommend it. <laughs> that's why but, I've never heard of it. I'll, I'll, stay, I'll stay away. <laughs> you stay away. Yeah. <laughs> They're gross. Well, I don't know if you guys still get this right. I was in Kananara Regional WA, right? And I went to, I put a carton of beer on the table, right? And the guy who looked like he was about 15 behind the counter mm. asked me for ID. I don't know if you boys still get that. Or do you find it annoying? I do get that. Do you? I'm 22. Yeah, but you you, yeah, yeah, and I don't have a beard and a mullet. I, so. I reckon I look thirty, right? And this guy asks me for ID. I wouldn't yeah. ask you. I'm not looking no, at you going seventeen. No one. Yeah. You look at me going thirty, right? And this guy goes to me, goes, "Man, can I see some ID?" And I just said to him, and was like, "No." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no. Like I've had it up to here. I was like, no. I like I don't need ID when I'm making an alcoholic purchase. Like the fear and desperation in my eyes is enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, so I put the carton of beer on the table, right? And I said no to him straight away. And then he said the weirdest thing in the world to me yeah. at the end of it, right? He goes, I said to him, he goes, but just so you know, in regional WA, we have a maximum daily limit of alcohol that can be consumed in Kununurra. I was like, oh yeah, mate, what's that? And he goes, two. I was like, what, like two drinks? And he's like, no, two cartons of beer. <laughs> I was like, who are these loose units that two cartons of beer is reigning in your behavior? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who's sitting on 48 beers <laughs> and going, thank God I'm not allowed my 49th? <laughs> I who's still alive myself. after 48 beers? Man, these, oh man, regional WA. I mean, oh, Jesus Christ, it's a beautiful place. I mean, how else do you make Barramundi fishing exciting? Exciting. You need to be about 47 <laughs> to be honest, deep. It is pretty boring, but uh, it's good fun out there. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Now, uh, Brett, you've got a show coming up and uh, obviously you've come on here because you want to plug it. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we don't allow just anyone to come on our show and plug it. You do have to earn a, earn a plug. All right, um, here and, we go. Because your show 
show is called Reckless. Yep. Obviously, you, you fancy yourself to be a bit of a loose unit. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, I do. And Would uh, you say you play by the rules? I don't think I do play by the rules, and I feel like you boys have backed me into a corner here, and I love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're, we're, are you ready to be tested? You came in during the song here on our show, and we told you that Husey, who we share a radio studio with here, loves Mentos Mints, and... We said nobody in this room is allowed to touch Husey's mints. It's just a rule that we have here. But here is what happened during the song. So, uh, just before I forgot, I had to put um, Husey's mentos there. Why? <laughs> because he gets really, really needy. Someone about... move it. Yeah, no, someone put it back out there. Don't touch him. Cool. Don't... <laughs> Do you want a mentos? Absolutely not. No. I don't want to get cowed punched by Husey. You don't want one? I'm going to have one. You want one, Luke? You sure you don't want one? I'll have one now. Yeah, there you go. I'll just keep it. Well done, done, mate. Reckless (laughs) behaviour. I was like, who is this psychopath that doesn't like his mint? Yeah. (laughs) I like that you were like, I'm going to get a Mentos just to piss him off. (laughs) That is reckless behaviour. It was tentative rebellion at first because you took one, Brett, and then you put it in your pocket. You're like, I'll I'll rebel when I'm safe outside the building. Yeah, to be honest, I was like, I don't even feel like a mint, to be honest. (laughs) It was more that, but I was like, out of spite. I love it. So breaking the rules, you've earned yourself a plug, Brett. (laughs) Very well done. If you want to see Brett Blake's show, it's called Reckless. It's at the Comedy Festival, 7.15pm at the Cooper's Inn every night, except for Tuesday nights for all of next week. Go and see him. He's very funny. Thanks for joining us, Brett. Cheers, guys. Thank you. That brings us to the end of the show, guys, but don't worry because from next Sunday, we're going back to six to eight. Got an extra hour of us. Yes. Uh, I'm about to run off to do my comedy festival show, 7.30. Still some ticks on the door. You can't plug your show, mate, without earning a plug. Oh, okay. That's the rule. Now, I'm allowed to talk about your show until you earn a plug. Now, your show's called Because I Can. Is that right? So you reckon you live up to the name of that? Yeah. Because I can. I like to do do things. Can you do gymnastics? Uh, Not well. Mm, Can you swim for three miles underwater without breathing? No. Mm, Could you build me a spaceship? (laughs) Maybe. No, not now. Uh, Give me a four-year degree. Can you eat one of Husey's mints? Yeah, give me it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you can plug your show. Go for it, mate. Still some ticks on the door. 7.30, Arctic, it might be sold out. I haven't looked. Anyway, Husey's mints going down well. I don't really care if you come. I just want Husey's (laughs) mints. All right, I'll plug uh, next week's show then. Luke and Lewis on the Fox. See you soon. Luke and Lewis on 1019 The Fox.